Hey Creekwood, it is so good to be with you today and I am just super excited to to get to share and I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. I know it's a couple days past. I hope it was just everything you wanted it to be. So today I hope you will grab a cup of coffee, get cozy and join me for what I think will be a time to encourage you. Um, and I promise the message I'm gonna bring today is is one that the Lord has had to really work out hard in me. Um, didn't come easy. And he showed me a lot in that. And I'm confident that that wasn't just for me and that this is to share with you too. And, and I really I hope that it blesses you and encourages you today. So I don't know what these days are like in your family after Thanksgiving, but around here, we're all about Christmas right now. It's like Thanksgiving is in the past, it's Christmas time. And that happens as we're sitting on the couch stuffed from turkey, we're already talking about Christmas. We love Christmas. And so when I was asked to, to talk about gratitude, the first thing that came to my mind is, but, but it's past Thanksgiving. Like, it seems like we should have talked about that before. And, and I, was, I was concerned that maybe mentally we had already moved on past gratitude. And um, so it really just made me start to, to question, like, why is that? What is it about us that it seems to be in such a hurry for Christmas? Um, and it's not just my family. I, I feel like I see it in, in our culture, too. Like, we're just in a hurry. We want it. And I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why we do that. Um, but I want to suggest that maybe one reason um, is just that anticipation of joy that the Christmas season brings, right? It's it's something we all want. Um, joy to the world, right? And and that's what this this Christmas season kind of brings with it. And and so it, it made me look into well, what is joy? Um, is that one thing we're really in search of? And and so here's some definitions of joy that I found. Um, it says a calm inner satisfaction, peace and sufficiency, settled assurance, a quiet confidence, a feeling of light and hope. And so looking at that, I'm like, man, it is no wonder we are anticipating Christmas. Like who doesn't want all of those things, right? So we are singing joy to the world, bring it. We want a feeling of light and hope. And so um, what I want to do today, though, is challenge us to just pause for a minute before we get too far ahead in all of our Christmas planning and in preparations to just pause and let's linger a little bit longer at Thanksgiving. And the reason is, is because I wonder if maybe the reason we are um, so hungry for joy in our life is because we are actually starving from a lack of gratitude and and I say that because in my own life what I have found is that the height of my joy is really dependent upon the depths of my gratitude and that is because gratitude and joy go hand in hand you can't really have one without the other you know I sometimes think that we assume that um, joyful people are grateful right they they've every reason to be joyful because you know things are great but the reality is it's it's the other way around. It's that grateful people are joyful. And, and the reason is because joy is actually a product of living a life of gratitude. I love the way author Anne Voskamp says it. She states that deep joy is only found at the table of Thanksgiving. And so as long as thanks is possible, then joy is always possible. So if joy is our goal and that's what we want, and it is the product of gratitude, then I think it would really benefit us to just let's stay right here for a minute and focus on what is gratitude. 
And God has a lot to say to us about this. I think my favorite passage comes from Psalm 100. It's a a psalm of gratitude, and it really um, lays out this pathway to joy, um, like like what I'm talking about. And it begins, verse 1, it says, Shout for joy to the Lord, everyone on earth. Worship the Lord with gladness and come to him with songs of joy. So I feel like I might have already lost some of you right now. Okay, so if right now you are in a season that's that's hard, you're going through hard times, you're um, probably feeling that the thought of gratitude and joy may seem a little bit impossible or like, nah, this is not relevant to me right now. And I want to say to you, I get it. And I understand that. And I think we kind of all do. I think we've all been through seasons where we feel like shouting, right? Just not shouts of joy, like what this verse says. And and we have a lot to say to God, but it's not all the things that we're really glad about, right? Um, and I've been there too. And so joy and gratitude seems a bit impossible in those moments. But that's what I want us to dig into today. Like, what do we do then when that's where we are in life So the passage says, let's get back to the passage. It says, everyone on earth, this command to shout to the joy and worship him with gladness. It says everyone on earth. So what that tells me is that it's it's for all of us. It's not just for those whose lives are going right now the way they hoped or imagined. It's it's for all of us and, and that we don't necessarily get a pass when things are rough. And that's because our circumstances can't determine our responsibility to be grateful. So back to the question of how then, like how do we do it? You know, that seems a bit impossible. You know, I want to share with you guys something really deeply personal that happened in our family. Um, We went through a really um, painful season um, about the time when our oldest daughter entered into high school. It was as if all of the peace and security and um, unity that our family had really been used to just started to kind of crumble and and fading into just what I would describe as just chaos and confusion and heartache. And it seemed as if everything we did didn't work and um, we were running out of options and and it was just broken and and I couldn't fix it. I couldn't figure out what it was. And the longer the time passed, the more destructive everything became. And it was about two years of going through that before we realized that that we we had to make some decisions, some hard decisions. And and that was to remove her from the environment and, and get her the help that we were not able to give her. And the thought of that was really almost unbearable. Um, It was going to be a year that she would be away from us, um, which I knew was a year that would forever change our family, forever change her. And there was really no guarantee of what life would look like on the other side. Um, Would this bring the healing and the, the restoration to her and to our family like we had hoped? And according to her, no. I mean, this was going to be the end if we made this decision, you know, of our relationship. And and so to say that I was grateful or had joy in that moment would be a lie. I, I had allowed that um, the, our situation to literally steal every bit of joy that, that, that I had. And if I were told in that moment to be grateful, the only way I would know to do that would be to pretend. Um, it, it didn't seem possible. And so 
is God asking us to just slap on a happy happy face and and just fake it when life is hard or deny the reality of what you might be facing and I knew that that wasn't true um, I knew that being grateful didn't mean that I had to live with the lack of authenticity or transparency because I didn't want to be that I didn't want to be fake but I didn't know how to be grateful and and it was really um, the day that we dropped her off hands down the hardest day of my life um, that something shifted and what that was is that I finally accepted the Lord's invitation to trust him to surrender um, and in that moment in the midst of all of my pain and loss I experienced gratitude this deep inner peace and filling of hope kind of like the definition described earlier um, and it was the first time in my life that I realized the truth that you can have joy despite your circumstances. I never had experienced that or knew how to, how to do that. And what I found was in that moment that gratitude and grief can actually coexist, that you can have both. I think prior to that, I always assumed it was either or. Like either I'm grateful or I'm grieving. But the truth is it's yes and. Yes, I'm grieving and I'm grateful. And so that still leads to the question of how. Like, what was it in my life, and, and what can we do um, to experience that? And let's look back at the psalm and see what it says. It tells us in verse 3, it says, Know that the Lord is God, and that he made us, and we belong to him, and we are his people, and we are the sheep belonging to his flock. So y'all, that's it. That is how we can experience joy and gratitude right in the middle of a messy season. And it is in knowing who he is and who we are. And really, if we try to find that any other way, it's just going to exhaust us. You know, I feel like for two years, I was constantly striving. I was putting so much effort into trying to manufacture this sense of gratitude and joy that I felt that the Lord wanted in my life. You know, I know Paul says, consider it pure joy when you experience trials of many kinds. And, and so I wanted that to be true in my life. And so I was striving and I was trying to create that. And nothing I did would, would bring the result, the fruit of joy. Um, it, it reminds me of this time when my little brother, bless his heart, he wanted to contribute to the Thanksgiving meal. He, had, he wanted to not come empty-handed this year. So he was like, I'm going to bring sweet potato casserole. And um, so he did it. He signed up. He researched it, found the recipe, went and shopped at all the things, had the best heart, best intentions. We take one bite of it, and it is disgusting, y'all. Like, so gross. This is not what any of us expected. And there was only one explanation. Instead of sugar, sweet kid put salt and substituted salt. And it was disgusting. And it was all, it, it, it did not bring what he had hoped. And I think we can do the same thing, y'all. When we are pursuing this life of joy that we think the Lord wants for us, we know the Lord wants for us, we can do all the things and we can have the purest intentions. But what he showed me in that moment, that there was one thing missing. And without that... I was never going to have the joy that he wanted for me. And what that was in my life was trust. And so what I found is that joy and gratitude is really only possible 
when we choose to surrender and trust him. It's that one thing we can't leave out. And so when I chose to finally, truly trust him, and I put him back in his rightful place in my heart, and I realized, like the verse says, that he is the shepherd, and he's going to guide me, and he is going to take care of us, and, and I'm his, and he's God. It was as if the veil was lifted, and I was finally able to, to experience the gratitude that, that he longed for me to have all along. And so my question for you today is, what is it that's maybe trying to steal your joy? Is there some situation or, or person or, or something going on in your life that you're having a really hard time being grateful for? Or maybe you're finding, like me, that you're trying to force and manufacture and, and create this life and it's just frustrating and maybe not working. And so I think what the Lord is maybe extending the same invitation to you that he did to me, and that's, can you trust him with it? Can you surrender it to him so that that joy and that gratitude can be unleashed in your life? But understand that when we surrender and when we trust that that there's um, responsibility on our part, that it's not a passive thing. There's action involved in that. And that, that we're going to have to do something. And, and he tells us exactly what that is. He tells us what our part is. Verse 4, it says, Give thanks as you enter into his gates. Give praise as you enter his court. Give thanks and give praise to his name. So y'all, gratitude is more than a feeling. It is an action. It is something that we have to do. In fact, this verse tells us in one verse, he tells us six times to enter and give thanks. Enter and give thanks. I don't know about your mom or your family, but when I tell my kids six times to do something, I mean it. It's a big deal. And I don't want them to wait. I want them to do it now. And I think that's what he's saying to us is is now. And I know for me, I got stuck waiting. When we were in the thick of this season, I thought, I will walk in gratitude and I will walk in joy once things get a little easier. Once I can breathe a bit, once things settle, then I will do that. And y'all, there's always going to be something, especially as a mom with three teenagers. If I'm waiting for easy, I'm going to be waiting all day long. It's not going to be easy. And I think the same is true for all of us. There's always going to be something we lack or something that's not going like we hope or desire. And and if we wait for things to change or improve, then we're going to be waiting a long time. And so we can do it now, as he says. And finally, the last verse I think is the sweetest of all. It's kind of like saving the best for last at Thanksgiving, right? We want the pies and the pumpkin pie, and it's my favorite at least. So check this out. Verse 5, it says, The Lord is good. His faithful love continues forever, and it will last for all time to come. You know, I think what has the ability to steal our joy more than anything else is our fear of what is to come it's that not knowing it's the what ifs that really like keep us stuck in that despair and we just need some reassurance lord tell me that everything is going to be okay and then i'll be able to be grateful today and here's what i want to say to you and to me is that we know we know that it's going to be okay because the verse tells us he's good and he's faithful forever and that's going to last for all time to come. And so fear of the future is really going to prevent us from experiencing the gratitude he wants for us to have today. 
So I don't know what it is that, that you're worried about or what it is that, that you're unsettled. What's the big unknown that you just need to know how does this work out? And then I'll be able to, to be grateful. And I want to say to you, it's going to be okay because the Lord says his faithful love continues forever and that, that that it will last for all time to come. And so, so we can have it today, y'all. It's just like the lyrics of the song we sang, you know, that I know a breakthrough is coming and that in Jesus, the best is yet to come. Y'all, we get to declare that truth over our situation, even before we see it come to fruition. I had to do this daily in my life and say, I know it's coming. I know you're good. Even though with my eyes, I couldn't see it for a long time. So today, fast forward, it's been a year and a half since the moment when I truly surrendered this situation to the Lord. And I'll tell you today, life looks different than what I thought it would. Um, Wasn't how I had planned it, but what I have discovered is that different isn't bad. And that when I say, Lord, I'm giving you free reign, that means I'm letting him dictate and be the shepherd of my life. And so the details of of how did it how does it go really matters it doesn't matter what matters is that god's goodness has prevailed throughout the entire thing that he has shown off and shown up in my life and and i can see his goodness and his faithfulness throughout it all and that as a result i am truly full of gratitude and joy that's not um, dependent upon the circumstances around me And so we don't have to let that fear of our future consume us or control us or get in our way anymore, y'all. His faithful love continues forever, and it will last for all time to come. Will you pray with me today? Father, I just thank you so much um, for this time. I thank you for our church family. And Lord, I just pray that even though Thanksgiving has already passed us, Lord, that we would not move past thanksgiving and that we would continue to give you thanks in 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 all things lord and in these situations that that some of us may be facing lord that that are hard and and fearful lord i pray that we would surrender them i pray that we would trust you lord and and lord i thank you that your your word says that you will be faithful for all time to come and you are good lord we we ask all this in the powerful name of jesus amen